Today is the 22nd day of December 2020. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. It is awesome to be gathering with those that the Holy Spirit is gathering from all different corners of the world into this place where we're here in the Lord's presence, in His Word, a people who are seeking to know the Lord God in deeper and more relevant ways in the midst of walking out the earthly journey of salvation. We're a little over two-thirds of the way through the entire book of Psalms. Today we will be in a very eye-opening chapter that speaks directly of Jesus. Friends, I'm always floored when I read these words because they were written hundreds of years before Jesus would be crucified. Our Lord God is an awesome God. And friends, He is very much in control of all that is happening around us and throughout the world right now. The five chapters that we are visiting today are Psalm 22, Psalm 52, Psalm 82, Psalm 112, and Psalm 142. I'm reading from the Evangelical Heritage Version of the Bible. At the end of today's podcast, for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word. Today we're in a chapter where the Lord God testifies the Messiah will be born of a virgin. This is a cross-reference verse from Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, where God, speaking to the serpent as Satan, says that a woman's seed will crush his seed's head. We're in Isaiah chapter 7. So let's take that brief moment just to center ourselves and invite the Lord to be the focus. Father in heaven, we come humbly into this place seeking you. Pour into our life your truth. We are desperate. Lord, we are desperate for your hope, for peace that comes from you and joy that comes from you. Open our hearts and open our minds to you. Allow our lives to be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit through your life-giving words. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 22 Why Have You Forsaken Me? A Psalm by David Part 1 The Messiah's Suffering The Messiah's Plea My God, My God Why have you forsaken me? My groaning does nothing to save me. My God, I call out by day, but you do not answer. I call out by night, but there is no relief for me. God's help in the past. Yet you are seated as the Holy One, praised by Israel. And you, our fathers, trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. They cried out to you, and they were rescued. They trusted in you and were not disappointed. God's present absence. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They sneer. They shake their heads. They say, trust in the Lord. Let the Lord deliver him. Let him rescue him if he delights in him. The mutual love of father and son. But you are the one who brought me out of the belly. You made me trust when I was at my mother's breast. 
I was cast on you from the womb. From the belly of my mother, you have been my God. Do not be distant from me, for distress is near and there is no one to help. The power of his enemies. Many bulls surround me. Strong bulls from Bashan encircle me. Enemies open their mouths wide against me, like a lion that tears its prey and roars. Like water, I am poured out. All my bones are pulled apart. My heart has become like wax. It has melted in the middle of my chest. My strength is dried up like broken pottery, and my tongue is stuck to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. A band of evil men have encircled me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them. For my clothing, they cast lots. The greater power of God. But you, O Lord, do not be distant. O my strength, come quickly to help me. Deliver my life from the sword, my only life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion. From the horns of the wild oxen, you have answered me. Part 2. The Messiah's Glory The Messiah's Vow I will declare your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Stand in awe of him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised nor detested the affliction of the afflicted. He has not hidden his face from him. But when he cried out to him, he heard, You are the source of my praise in the great congregation. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who fear him. The Glory of the Messiah's Kingdom The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. May he live in your hearts forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before you. For the kingdom belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the rich of the earth will eat and bow down. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive. Descendants will serve him. For generations, people will be told about the Lord. They will come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet to be born because he has done it. Psalm 52 Your tongue is a razor, a mascal by David. When Dog the Edomite went and informed Saul and said to him, David has gone to the house of Ahimelech. Dog's sin. Why do you boast about evil, you hero? The mercy of God endures all day long. Your tongue plans destruction. It is like a sharpened razor, you scheming liar. You love evil rather than good. You love lying rather than speaking what is right. You lying tongue. You love every word that devours. Dog's Judgment 
But God will tear you down forever. He will grab you and pull you out of your tent. He will uproot you from the land of the living. Then the righteous will see and fear. Then they will laugh at him. Look, there is the man who did not make God his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth. He grew strong by his destructive deeds. David's Delivery But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. I will thank you forever because you have done this. I will hope in your name and the presence of your favored ones because it is good. Psalm 82 Woe to corrupt rulers! Judgment on corrupt rulers! God is standing in the assembly of God. In the midst of the gods, He renders judgment. God's verdict. How long will you judge unjustly and show favoritism to the wicked? Judge in favor of the weak and the fatherless. Acquit the oppressed and the poor. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They do not know. They do not understand. They walk around in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I myself said, You are gods. You are all sons of the Most High. But you will die like men. You will fall like any other ruler. Prayer. Rise up, O God. Judge the earth. For you will take possession of all the nations. Psalm 112 The Man Who Fears the Lord Praise the Lord. How blessed is a man who fears the Lord. In his commands he delights greatly. His descendants will be mighty in the land. The circle of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness stands forever. In darkness, light dawns for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous. Good things will come to the man who is gracious and lends, who conducts his business with justice. Surely he will never fall. The righteous will be remembered forever. He will not fear bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is secure. He will have no fear until he looks in triumph on his foes. He scatters seeds. He gives to the poor. His righteousness stands forever. His horn will be lifted high in glory. The End of the Wicked The wicked person will see and be frustrated. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked will perish. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 142. When my spirit grows faint, a maskled by David, when he was in the cave, a prayer. A prayer for the weary. With my voice I cry out to the Lord. With my voice I call to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before Him. I tell my distress before Him. 
When my spirit grows faint within me, you are the one who knows my course. On the path where I walk, they have hidden a snare for me. Look to my right and see. There is no one who recognizes me. There is no escape for me. No one cares about my life. I cry out to you, Lord. I say, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Pay attention to my loud cry, because I am very weak. Rescue me from those who pursue me, because they are too strong for me. Set me free from my prison, so I can give thanks to your name. Then the righteous will gather around me, because you have accomplished your purpose for me. Were you able to see the illumination of the two planets, Jupiter and Saturn, in last night's sky? We were able to capture a glimpse as we were running an errand, but by the time that we had come back outside, they had already set. It was difficult to see clearly in our night sky due to all the illumination of the streetlights where we were at. It is helpful if you want to see it. It would be helpful if you have a compass or one on your smartphone so that you can find out exactly where southwest is. That is the direction you need to be looking in. Here in the United States, we have been advised that the best time to view this celestial occurrence, which illuminates like a much brighter star instead of just two planets, is about 45 minutes after sunset. We're trying to figure out the best place to be positioned tonight so we will be able to have a better view. Father in heaven, who is like you? There is no man, no government, no power even close to you. You are all-powerful. You are always present. There is nothing, no thing that is hidden from you. Nothing that has happened in our world this year, 2020, has taken you by surprise. In a world of uncertainty, so many of us are clinging to the truth of your word to stabilize our minds, and to calm our hearts. We are lifting our eyes to the heavens, watching, praying, and waiting for you, Lord God, to move in a mighty way. We desire your ways, not the swamp and the sewer that man has thrown us into. Lord, I humbly ask that you would place additional warrior angels around each person listening right now those who are looking to you for mercy, grace, and salvation. Father, we are just passing through this world on our way to your kingdom. Additionally, Lord, please pour out extra measures of mercy and grace on us in the days ahead. Many of us will not be able to be with loved ones for this week. Some of us will be alone except for your presence. Fill our minds with calm and peace and with the sure knowledge that you are holding each one of us in the palm of your hand. We praise you and we thank you for all that you have done, all that you are doing right now 
and all that you will be doing as you bring your will into being. Lord, continue this work that you have begun in each one of us. We are hungry. We are thirsty for you, for intimacy with you, Lord. Enable us to fully know, fully comprehend, and fully receive all that you are imparting to us today. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Now for those who desire to go deeper in God's Word, at the end of the podcast today, we're tracking down a cross-reference verse that is linked to the words, her seed, that is found in Genesis 3 that we were in yesterday. We are seeking to understand what God meant. How can a man be born of a woman alone? We are in, we're in Isaiah chapter 7. If you would like to connect, to ask for prayer, to request a Bible, to ask questions, or to make comments, if you're in the United States, call or text. The number is 470-240-1509. If you're not in the United States, use WhatsApp. That's the best way to connect with us that's free. Our WhatsApp number is one 470 2401509 and you can also connect or message through social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, MeWe and Parlor. That's it for today guys. I am Denise. I love you. I am praying for you. And Lord willing, I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the word of God begins in 5 seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God, Isaiah chapter 7. There are some interesting cross-references in the verse that we considered yesterday in Genesis 3, 15. I will put hostility between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He will crush your head and you will crush his heel. As we are approaching Christmas Day, when our church regularly focuses on the birth of Jesus, we're going to look at the cross-references attached to the words, her seed. Remember in the past, I have explained that the best source or the best way to gain information or understanding about what a verse means is for us to use the Bible in the guiding of the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, I mentioned that a woman's body does not contain a seed for reproduction, The woman's body contains the egg, which must be fertilized by a man's seed. That is basic biology of the birds and the bees. Yet the Lord is making an audacious promise right there in Genesis 3. A man will be born of a woman alone only. Which is why we are in the book of Isaiah 7 today. So as I read, simply allow God's words to wash over you and through you. Trust the Holy Spirit to unpack it for you, remembering that the purpose of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life today. Isaiah chapter 7. Emmanuel is the answer to Judah's hardness. This took place in the day when Ahaz, the son of Jothan, son of Uzziah, was king of Judah. Razan, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, marched up to Jerusalem to wage war against it. 
but they could not capture it. The house of David was told, Aram has allied itself with Ephraim. The heart of Isaiah trembled, and the heart of his people trembled as the trees of the forest tremble in the wind. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out now to meet Ahaz, you and your son, Sher Jazeb. Meet him at the end of the water channel from the upper pool on the road that goes to the launderer's field. Tell Ahaz, get control of yourself and remain calm. Do not be afraid. Do not lose your courage because of these two stubs of smoldering torches. Do not be afraid because of the fierce anger of Razan, Aram, and the son of Remaliah, even though Aram, Ephraim, and the son of Remaliah have plotted evil against you and said, Let's go up against Judah and tear it apart. Let's divide it among ourselves and set up a king over it, namely this son of Tabeel. This is what the Lord God says. Their plan shall not succeed. It shall not take place. Yes, the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is Razan. But within 65 years, Ephraim will be broken into pieces, so that it will no longer be a people. The head of Ephraim is only Samaria, and the head of Samaria is only Remaliah's son. If you do not stand firm in faith, you will not stand at all. The Lord spoke to Ahaz again. He said, Ask for a sign from the Lord your God. Ask for it either in the depths below or in the heights above. But Ahaz responded, I will not ask. I will not test the Lord. So Isaiah said, Listen now, you house of David. Is it not enough for you to test the patience of men? Will you test the patience of my God as well? Therefore, the Lord himself will give a sign for all of you. Look, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and name him Emmanuel. He will eat curds and honey by the time he knows how to refuse evil and choose good, because even before the child knows how to refuse evil and choose good, the land whose two kings you dread will be forsaken. The Lord will bring on you, on your people, and on your father's house days worse than any since the day that Ephraim broke away from Judah. The Lord will bring the king of Assyria. This is what will take place in that day. The Lord will whistle for the fly that is at the furthest end of Egypt's rivers and for the bee that is in the land of Assyria. They will come and settle in the deep ravines, in the clefts and the rocks, among all the thorn hedges and in the pastures. In that day, the Lord will shave with a razor hired from the regions beyond the river Euphrates, namely the king of Assyria. This razor will shave their head and the hair on their legs, and it will also scrape away their beard. In that day, a man will keep alive a young cow and two sheep, and because of the abundant milk they give, he will eat curds. So everyone left in the land will eat curds and honey. In that day, in every place where a thousand vines 
worth a thousand silver shekels were growing, there will only be briars and thorns. Hunters will go there with a bow and arrow, because all that land will be briars and thorns. You will no longer venture into all the hills that once were cultivated with the hoe, because you were afraid of the briars and thorns, and the hills will be a pasture for grazing oxen, a land trampled by sheep. So Isaiah is the prophet for the kingdom of Judah. Remember that after Solomon, King Solomon had died, his bullheaded son, who was crowned king, refused the pleas of the ten tribes to lighten their yoke. As a result, ten of the tribes aligned with Jeroboam, and they became the kingdom of Israel. Solomon's son was left with the tribes of Judah and Benjamin. They became known as the kingdom of Judah. The king of Israel, Jeroboam, departed from the worship of God pretty quickly. He led those people astray into the worship of idols that he had ordered to be made. So the two kingdoms battled frequently from that time forward. That is where we entered the story here. Once again, Israel has raised up to fight against the kingdom of Judah. Ahaz is the king of Judah and Isaiah is instructing him. The advice Isaiah gives Ahaz about get control of yourself and remain calm, do not be afraid, do not lose your courage because of these two stubs of smoldering torches, do not be afraid because of the fierce anger. Hello friends, this is where you and I should be standing with all the crazy stuff happening in our world. There is so much crazy stuff happening. Isaiah also says words that speak deeply to this moment where we are right now. If you do not stand firm in faith, you will not stand at all. Then the Lord instructed Ahaz to ask for a sign, which Ahaz declined to do out of perhaps fear. Ahaz is from the house of David. He is a descendant of King David. Verse 14 is key. Therefore, the Lord himself will give a sign for all of you. Look, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and name him Emmanuel. By the way, that name, Emmanuel, it has a very special meaning. It literally means God is with us. And when Jesus was born into the world as a tiny infant babe, God came down and lived as we do in the person of his beloved only son.